Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Welcome back to the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. I am your host, Derek Grant, a.k.a. DG. I told you, I promise you, that we were going to talk about the universal laws, the seven laws that govern this whole universe. Well, we might as well go ahead and break it down real quick. I I, I took some notes. See, a lot of people don't realize, they don't, they don't realize uh, these, these forces, these governing principles that govern this entire universe. And, and the beauty of it is, is that they are, they are, they are, uh, what is it word? Immutable? Is that the word? Like, they don't change. They don't change. They've been this way from, from beginning to end. So I started thinking to myself, you know, the way, the way I am, I have this, and you probably probably some past lives, but I, I have this wonderment of like science, spirituality, and religion and getting to the common, like one thing they call it the absolute, and then this one they call it God, and then this one they call it infinity. Like, and, but realizing that they're all saying the same thing. So one of my, I don't even know what the word is. Like, I just, I'm fascinated with figuring out how to tie them all together. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I just, you know, I've known these universal laws here for about two years now. I'm applying them and living them in my life, and I'm gonna tell you how you actually apply. But I started asking the question, like. Why is it in Genesis 126 it says, let us make man in our likeness and our image? Why was it us? Why would this one thing be called plural? Why would it be why would it refer to itself in plural? Plural. plural. Sorry. Every once in a while my my southern accent comes out. Plural. Why in the world would it refer it being one, God? Why would it say it in plural? So I'm sorry, I'm pulling out this Hebrew. This Hebrew Bible that I have, and this is why it's really important that you have the Hebrew Bible, because the Hebrew is going to give you, because that's what it was actually written in, right? And it refers to, it's Genesis 1, 26, said, and the Elohim said, let us make man in our likeness, in our image, make, make man in our likeness, by, in our image, by our likeness. To hold sway over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the heavens and the cattle and the wild beasts and all the crawling things that crawl upon earth. So there's some really, 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 really heavy stuff that we miss in there. Okay, It says, let us in the Elohim, the Elohim said, let us make human in our image by our likeness. In our image, by our likeness. To hold sway over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the heavens and the cattle and the wild beasts and all the crawling things that crawl upon earth. The reason why was because it was made by the Elohim. Well, Elohim, so I go just go and look it up. The etymology of Elohim. Elohim is God's plural. The seven universal laws of nature, the combination of the cosmic forces as one. So through time, we start to see Elohim move into God with these seven governing principles. And when you read this, it's saying we're going to make man by 
our likeness and in our image, meaning he's going to, she's going to govern everything below her because she will operate by our likeness of these laws. But we don't get taught these, we don't get taught these laws. We don't get taught these laws. So now we can't even govern ourselves. Good God Almighty, I didn't want to start going already, but I guess I will. We can't even govern ourselves. I'm I'm gonna be the first to raise my hand. I'll be the first to raise my hand for the longest. I used to think that life was just like a series, like it, like almost like I'm watching a movie. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I just hope it's a good scene. That's the way I was living life for the longest, for the longest. But then when you start to realize and you unfold and you see that there's laws, when you see laws, there's these things, there's these things in place. So then here's the, here's what I, here's what I did. Okay. I told you science, spirituality, religion. I went and asked five people, five different people. They didn't know each other. I said, Hey, tell me what gravity is. And they looked at me crazy. They couldn't tell me. I said, "Why? one, why can't you tell me? Two, how do you know it exists? How do you know? Well, here's what's happened. It's because you know, Sir Isaac Newton right, has come up with a mathematical equation. The mathematical equation to, to uh, prove that there is gravity. But you cannot perceive gravity with your five senses. I don't feel gravity. I don't taste gravity. I don't hear gravity. I don't see gravity. And I sure as hell don't smell gravity. Okay? Are you saying? Are you seeing? So, but here's what I could do. I could get you to understand gravity by personifying it. Because here's what human beings do a lot of times. When we don't understand something that, can be perce- that can't be perceived by the five senses, a lot of times we'll personify it. He's strong. He's mighty. He holds down the heaviest objects. No man can escape his clutches. Do you see? I'm, I'm talking about gravity, but I'm personifying it so you can better understand it. And now what I've just done, I've actually limited gravity. I've actually limited it of it being this supreme universal force. And then I've condensed it into a smaller bite-sized chunk so my logical, linear, egoic thinking mind can understand it. So I've actually just diminished what it actually is. And this is what human beings do. So I say that when you understand these universal laws that govern everything, that there's seven and that they're separate, it's separate, but they flow into each other, but they hold their, they hold their own weight. We had to figure out a way to condense them so we could understand them. These cosmic forces, I'm not going to get into that's a whole other thing, but this is essentially what it is. You, you can, you can, you can, you can read between the lines here. So number one, mentalism, mentalism, mentalism is, is under the premise that this universe is mind. This universe is mental. Literally it's consciousness that is thinking, thinking, Look at everything. Look at the room that you're in. Look at the phone that you're in. Look at the car you're in. Everything first started with a thought. There's nothing in this physical universe that did not first start with thought. Everything was thought. Well, who created the planets? Consciousness was thinking and thinks things into existence. If you go and read The Universal One by Walter Russell, it's written in 1926, he will break down the science of how thought created this entire physical universe. Amazing. I had my 10-year-old son read a little bit to me. And just listening to him read, I was like, holy, how did somebody do this? Well, when you study it and you see, they knew this thousands and thousands of years ago. So 
mentalism, the law of mentalism, the universe is mine. This is why when like you guys see me, I have a shirt on, it says life is mental. I mean like, no, literally like life is mental. Everything in this universe is mental. The universe is mental. Have you ever read the book, The Kybalion? The Kybalion goes through all these seven universal laws, okay? When you understand that, for you to dictate your reality, you first have to understand the first law, that it will be done through mind. For me to change my circumstances, it will be done through mind. For me to overcome a hardship, it will first be done through mind. Okay? If something bothers me, it is done through mind. So number number one is the universe is mental, which then flows into the second one. The second one, and here's spirit, mind, body. Spirit, mind, body. Those are the three planes, the three great planes of existence that we live on. I say that because the mind is not just on the mental plane. The mind is on all planes. The universe is mental. It is a mind. It is a sea of energy. It is a field. It is uh, what the ancients call the net. This is what the mind is, okay? And this is the creative medium that creates thought. So I have a thought that goes into the mind, and that is what these, these waves of energy that then collapse into particles. But that's a whole nother, whole nother episode. Number two, the law of correspondence. And the easiest way to understand the law of correspondence is as above, so below. So so below, as above. They mirror each other. As above, so below. Meaning, however I am on the mental plane, I will be on the physical plane. So this is what I made. I made a conscious choice when I understood the second law. I made it. And I understand that the law, that the universe is mental. The first thing. The first thing I said was, I'm going to take 90 days to change my thoughts. I'm going to change the way I think, and let's see what happens after 90 days. That's how it started. I almost bet myself. I was betting that it would not work because I was like a lot of us. I was like a lot of us that was probably listening to this, like, oh, well, that's 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 a bunch of crap. How is this? So I said, all right, I'm going to think only positive thoughts for 90 days. I'm going to think of myself and see myself as being something more than I am. Let's see what happens after 90 days. Holy moly donut shop. Life really changed. Life really changed. And I was I was done after that. I was hooked. As I say that, because really what it takes is you understanding that as above, so below, spirit, mind, and body, I had to live from the top down. The spiritual plane. If you can live from the spiritual plane, you'll take care of the mental plane. If you take care of the mental plane, then your physical life is good. As the kids would say, it's Gucci. You see what I'm saying? So now I don't worry about my physical life. I just take care of my spiritual life. That's why I'm meditating. I'm doing breath work. Even the word breath, right? Spirit. We go to etymology. Spirit comes from the Latin word spirare, which means breath. So you doing breath work is you tapping into the spiritual. I know that if I'm sound on the spiritual plane, which it always is, I just have to, I have to live from it instead of allowing the ego to pull me into the matrix and be in this 3D lower and think I'm really Derek. If I can live from that place, now I'm aware of my thoughts. I'm coming from already a heightened sense of awareness. Now, so now because I'm, a, I'm I'm aware enough, I'm aware of the thoughts that I'm having when I'm having negative thoughts. When a negative thought may pop in, I can say no, 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 no. Or if I'm around people who are influencing my thoughts based on their energy, I can shut it down because there's an awareness there. But remembering as above, so below. The easiest for a layman's turn, you take care of your thoughts, you'll take care of your life because the mental plane was above the physical plane. Number three. The law of vibration. 
right? And there's a subset of that, the law of vibrations, what, the, what people call the law of attraction. So I'm going to give you why it's law of vibration. The law of vibration just basically says that everything is vibrating. Everything that's vibrating carries a frequency. Well, we know that like frequencies carry like frequencies. <gasps> and that's when it breaks into the law of attraction. We're not going to touch on the law of attraction because it's really not important. You can't live your life today in 2022, folks, on the law of attraction. To make it really simple, and this is what I did in my life, I just told myself, well, if everything's vibrating, that means it never stays the same. It's constantly changing. So to help me in my everyday, realistic, three-dimensional life of when I'm a human, I just reminded myself, nothing stays the same. Nothing. So whatever day was like today, it won't be that tomorrow. Whatever my relationship was like this year, it won't be that here in the next year. And so when I have a quote unquote good day or a quote unquote bad day, I know that it won't always be that because life is constantly changing. So I don't look at my kids. I don't hold on to my kids. I'm like, oh, when you remember when he was a baby? I accept them for where they are right now because I know this law of vibration. Everything's constantly changing. So now you don't have to develop attachment to things and wish and hope that they were the way that they were. You don't don't even waste your time. Everything will always throw an apple out on the street and leave that apple there for a year and see if that apple still looks the same when you come back. There's this governs everything. Nothing stays the same. Number 4, polarity. Polarity. This is a big one. This just means that there's equal opposites. So let's let's look at this. We have the energy. We have the energy, but then we have two poles, two ends of that energy. So we'll use temperature. Temperature is the energy, but then we have a hot end and we have a cold end. The only difference between the hot end and the cold end is the vibration, is the vibration of the energy. So we know that the, the, the slower energy vibrates, the colder it will be. The higher, the faster the vibration, the hotter something will be. Okay, That's why if you rub your hands together really, 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 really fast, your hands will start burning. Right, because it creates friction. The vibration of these molecules, the higher it is, will produce heat, temperature. This goes with everything, everything. So here's what I, here's what I remind myself. If I can't figure something out, what we would call a problem, the solution has to exist at the same time because of the law of polarity. So if I have a problem. A solution has to exist at the same time. And they're only perceivable based on my rate of vibration. So this is why Albert Einstein said, you're never going to solve a problem at the personality of the one who created the problem. Meaning, you had to raise your vibration higher than you were when the problem existed, when the problem came into your your, your, your focus. So the important thing for this law, and which has helped me immensely, was to not freak out about anything. Because if you freak out, if something's bad, there has to be a good end too. I just have to raise my vibration. How do I raise my vibration, Derek? Well, here's what you do. You take a time, you take, you take a step into the present moment. You come back to it. I do it through breathing. I'll do it through touching my hands. I will do it through some or one of my five senses. That is where the present moment is. Just by doing that, that will raise your vibration than you living in a state of fear or living in a state of worry or living in a state of regret. You don't have to live in the past or the future. You can come back to the present moment. And just by alleviating that vibration and coming to a higher state, the solution starts to present itself and you'll be able to see it. I had a situation last week. 
couldn't figure out some stuff, couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out to the point where it was like, it was pulling me down. I said, okay, wait, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just let it go. Forget about it. Just by letting go and forgetting about it, it raised my vibration. Two hours later, I got to the answer. I got to the solution. And then here's the funny part. You realize like I could have came to that solution like two days ago. It was always there, but you could not perceive it because you were at a lower state of consciousness. You were at a lower vibration. So this is where the law of polarity will help you uh, uh, along your journey. If there's a problem, there has to be a solution. The law of rhythm is number five. The law of rhythm is next. So what the law of rhythm says basically is the cosmic pendulum, right? Life. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. The tide's going to go in. It's going to come back out. Um, what goes up must come back down. Understanding that this is the rhythm of life. Everything operates under rhythm. So this is why I talked about with, with the law of vibration of things not like not holding on to things. I know that some days are going to be really, really quote unquote good. And then some days are going to be really, really quote unquote bad. And we go in the microcosm. Some days I'll be able to meditate better than others. Some days the money's coming in better than others. Some days uh, uh, marriage or the kids are acting better than that. Like this is the pendulum of the law of rhythm. And the reason why it does this is also called the law of compensation because this is how it evens itself out. So people don't realize that there's there will always be balance in this universe because of the law of rhythm. We can go to Africa. It, it won't rain for like four or five months straight. Like no rain and it's 100 degrees and these animals are about. But guess what? When it does rain, there's torrential downpour and there's flooding for like months. The universe will always balance itself out through the law of rhythm. Next, probably my favorite is the law of cause and effect. Number six, the law of cause and effect. That's what this universe is, cause and effect. So this is going to really probably, when you start looking at your life, Unless you're open-minded and willing to let go of the beliefs that you have, this is one right here. When you comprehend this, this is going <laughs> to it's going it's going to cause a midlife crisis in you. This will cause an existential crisis within you because you'll realize that nothing was governing. Like there was some, it was merely cause and effect in life. People were like, "Oh man, I can't believe this happened." Like, man, God just helped me so much, and I'm like, "No, you just did that. You did that." Like. Oh man, God help me get this job. No, you literally, you did that. You did that. And you did that because you studied up, you started to believe in yourself. And because you believed in yourself, you took a leap and you went and applied for a job. And because you applied the job and you were confident, you did a good job at the interview. And because that person interviewing you was looking to find someone just like you because of the last person who was there before wasn't what they needed and they knew what they needed. And because, so it's, it's just simply causes and effects and the cause becomes the effect and then that effect becomes the cause of a new effect and so forth and so on i was born december 3rd 1982 i'm sitting here on this podcast right now you were born whenever you were and then look there was just simply cause and effect cause and effect cause and effect and now here we are sharing the same speaker the same microphones that we're, we're literally sharing space and time right now and we say man what a coincidence there is no coincidence if you say something as a coincidence, it's because you only knew one side of the cause and effect. You only had one side of the coin. Well, when you see the other side of the coin, you'll see like, oh, that's how we ended up here. So there are no coincidences. So this is where you can start to trust. You can trust that your life is exactly the way it's supposed to be. It's exactly. So which because these cosmic forces, because intelligence is everywhere, the sea of energy is conscious. It is fully aware. Okay. You have nothing that you really have to be worried about. The key is for you to start controlling the controllables. I recognize that everything is cause and effect. I had an opportunity that was supposed to come through. 
This was happened at the beginning of October. Sorry, end of September, start planning, and they say, oh, we'll push back end of October, I mean the beginning of October. Still didn't happen. I didn't freak out. I didn't freak out. It still hasn't happened. Because I know that there's a series of causes and effects that are outside of my sphere of awareness that are taking place right now. But if it's supposed to be, it will be. It will absolutely be. So this is where I tell you with cause and effect is really important. The most important part, you have to control the causes through thought. Thought will always be the thing that controls, will always be the first cause. Always. Thought. So I can control the effect by controlling the cause. You see how this works? If I take care of the cause, I take care of the effect. Bing bong. So that's why I don't focus on goals. I figure out a goal where I want to go. That's the top of the mountain. And then I just focus on the steps to get there. I put all my energy into that. I know where I got to go, but why would I sit here and focus on the effect? Focus on the cause. Lastly, the law of gender. Number seven, the law of gender. Law of gender is basically uh, the law of giving and receiving, right? However you give will be however you receive, and whatever you receive it will be how you give. So the law of gender, they say gender because it's masculine and feminine. Masculine gives, feminine receives. You have to have balance. And I'm not just giving or receiving, but like, it could be action or inaction. However much I work, I have to be willing to rest. This is the harmony that creates this universe. It's through the balancing of the law of gender. So I'll give you an example. Let's just say I have, a, I have cable, right? I have Comcast. I exercise the masculine by giving Comcast money. Comcast exercises the feminine of receiving money. So masculine on my side, feminine on their part. But to create balance, because right now they're top, they're heavy on feminine and I'm heavy on masculine. They need to balance it out by exercising masculine. So how they do it, they give me service. I then receive, because I'm masculine, but I have to exercise the feminine to create this harmonious balance. I then receive their service. And that creates a loop, like a circle. And this is really how everything, look at the nature. Nature does the same thing. The ground exercises masculine and gives a, an apple tree. The apple tree then gives, sorry, the, the apple tree was the seed, but the seed grew into the apple tree and the apple tree then gives, operates the, sorry, exercises the masculine and the deer or the animals that eat its apples receive feminine, defecate the seeds out, masculine, the ground then receives seeds and then gives apple tree. Masculine, feminine, masculine, feminine. This is the cycle. So to find harmony. So I say this when I told you about like I've had opportunities or doing things that I've had to cut them off because they violated the laws of the, the seventh law. Like if somebody want, I just had I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's an entrepreneur, but he's like, oh, I, you know, I just it's hard for me to charge money. If you are running a business, you have to charge money. You have to because otherwise you're going to create an imbalance in the law of the universe. Now. It doesn't always have to be money. That's not the only way we can we can create an energy exchange of masculine and feminine. Money is just a, a, a sub. I mean, there's there's many different ways we can create a value exchange. But my point of this is, there has to be an equal exchange of masculine to feminine, and then feminine turns into masculine, and then the other party must receive. If you can keep this in mind, it makes life so much more simple. Even conversations. When I have conversations, I make sure that I'm not just too much masculine of me talk, 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 talk. I have to make sure that I balance it out and listen, listen, listen. That's the feminine. Talking, going out. Feminine, coming in, listening. 
So I know that I can't always just look out, see, 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 see. That's masculine. Sometimes I have to look inward, close my eyes, meditate. That's the feminine. So finding the balance in life is finding the masculine energies and the feminine energies within everything, within everything, your marriage, yourself, uh, being a parent, um, financially. You can't just save, 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 and you never spend. There has to be a balance. So I say this because understanding how the laws work in your own individual life are everything. And by understanding how they work, now you can better navigate this game that we call life. So a lot of people have never heard of these laws. Um, They're not familiar with it, but I will tell you this for me and my life personally. It has helped immensely just knowing that like the, the, the beauty of it, like I said, with gravity, it's universal. So it applies to everything and everyone. I would suggest I actually have a book here. Let me find it here. I think it's just called the it's called the 12 universal laws. There's 12 of them, but really those 7 because like I said law of attraction they count that as one, but if you just know those 7, you'll be good. I can't find the book in my bookshelf, but um yeah, that's 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 really what it comes down to to better to help you better navigate and better play the game that we call life is just understanding the rules of the game. So uh I wish you nothing but the best as always to keep unlocking yourself, keep figuring yourself out, keep keep taking the quote-unquote good days with the bad days and keep rolling, keep moving forward. You're unfolding, you're becoming. Remember that. It's a journey. It's not there's there's, there's, there's no there's no destination. It's just an ongoing journey. So enjoy the ride. Enjoy the process. Enjoy every moment that you find out more about yourself because as you do that, you move closer and closer back to what you actually are. And when you understand truly what you actually are, you'll see all the things that you were chasing were never needed. Continue on to the pathway to your results.